0: Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Minds podcast. My name is Chris Chapman, and I am your host. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I'm blessed to sit down with a fully qualified guest, entrepreneur, content creator, or mover and shaker in their industry and walk through their story of how they have gotten from point A to To point B and overcame various adversities along the way. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to reiterate my main goal, which is to impact over 1 million people by helping them reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. So, if you have not done this already, please take the time to subscribe to Next Level Minds on Apple Podcasts, share this episode with a family member, friend, or colleague. And if you're really feeling special, please make a review on the Apple Podcast app and let me know what you think. Other than that, on to today's episode, I'm sitting down with Trav Bell, who is the bucket list guy. He's the world's number one bucket list expert. What that really means is he has a passion to inspire people to really start living their true life. He's also got an amazing TEDx talk out there, which I listened to prior to this episode. One of his main initiatives is that he mentions that people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. So again, he wants to inspire others to really reach their full potential, start living their life. So we're gonna talk about all that today. Super pumped about that. Also, he is from Australia, so he's got a pretty awesome accent. So uh, he's, he's definitely fun to listen to. Other than that, Thank you for taking the time to tune into this week's episode and as we like to say here your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success. Trav, thanks for taking the time to uh, be on the Next Level Minds podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: We're stoked to be here, mate.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, you're sitting in the future right now, in, in Australia with the time zone, right?
1: Yes, from the future, and we still have this thing called coronavirus in the, in your future. <laughs> and now it's uh, it's uh, all good. It's coming into summer now down here. I'm in Melbourne, uh, sort of, an hour and a half out of Melbourne here in Australia, which is the lower part of Australia. And uh, we're spring now, so it's getting slowly, but surely it's getting warmer and warmer.
0: Yeah. So you guys are about to hit summer. How long does that run for? Three months. Okay, nice. Like,
1: <laughs> pretty <laughs> much like the same as same this. <laughs> um, but whether it's hot or not, that's a different thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you always been in Australia? Or?
1: Yeah, pretty much. When I'm not traveling around the world as the bucket list guy, which is pretty limited right now um yeah i call a place called ocean grove home so i'm looking out as as we speak now i'm looking out about 500 meters away from the surf where i grew up surfing and um so i can see the ocean i can do my surf check from where i work i'm happy with that and so now i grew up down here and um always been in australia and after traveling you know for really solidly for the last 10 years as uh, the bucket this guy you know like uh, still love love Australia and, and it's a pretty relaxed country compared to you know some of the parts of the world that I've been in
0: yeah what, what uh I gotta ask being a surfer myself how are the waves in Australia I'm kind of jealous though
1: so. well where I am I'm so if you're a surfer you know you would have heard of Bell's Beach mm-hmm. yeah Bell's I live 20 minutes east of Bell's Mm. so bells is kind of one of our local breaks and uh but we've got um you know we've got the southern ocean so we've got um all this we 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 get all the swell it's normally bigger down the southern part of, uh, of australia than the east coast which is where the gold coast is and new south wales but we get yeah, we get more swell uh, consistently um, in Australia, then pretty much. Oh, there's us in Western Australia. We get all the Indian Ocean swell that comes across. So, yeah, there's always swell here, which is which is great. And I like I like bigger waves, um, and and yeah, today's today's big too. So wow. I'm happy. I love that. Right.
0: My, uh, I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina, which is on the beach, and there's a lot of Charleston listeners out there. And uh, whenever it gets four feet, five feet, I mean, we're absolutely pumped. So I can't imagine yeah. just having that all day. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, I had a couple. Of, I just surfed last night. I'll probably surf later today. Um, it just depends. It's offshore as well. So, uh, no, it's all it's all good. And that's one, one thing I can't – you know, I lived up in Melbourne for about 20 years, and my parents lived down here um but yeah living up in Melbourne I was like whenever it was offshore and I knew and I checked the swell maps and everything like that and I'd be straight in the car straight down straight down the highway um go for a wave but yeah now if I'm if I'm more than like a kilometer away from the ocean at any point in time I start to convulse I
0: bet I I bet especially with some waves like that right
1: yeah 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 but uh, you know like just to scare all the tourists away, you know, like there's big waves and big sharks too. So,
0: <laughs> I'm sure that well, maybe you guys just make up make up those dangerous animals just so tourists don't come. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. Well, you know, you want to you want an uncrowded lineup, mate. You know, you want to you want to <laughs> s- some, scare some tourists away from uh, your home breaks, right?
0: Oh yeah. It's the worst when people are out there swimming and you're, you're actually trying to get a nice ride in and kind of having to dodge them and everything. So uh, there's speed
1: humps, there's speed humps, mate. Go straight up,
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love that mindset right there. Um, yeah. well, well, again, man, thanks for, thanks for hopping on. I know it kind of, you touched on it a little bit when we first started, uh, but you, you know, Trav you're really the bucket list guy. Uh, I know you mentioned kind of in a short summary, you, you really travel around the world, helping people accomplish their bucket list I would love if you could just kind of take it from there, and, and first off, elaborate uh, on, on what that really means, and then if you could kind of share your story of uh, of really yeah. how you got to that point too.
1: Yeah, well, I, I someone actually called me the Bucket List guy about ten years ago. So um, prior to that, I was the founder franchisee of a chain of personal fitness training studios. So I did that for twenty years, and we had a heap of you know like two million personal training sessions, tens of thousands of clients around Australia, about three hundred personal trainers working under that brand. But then I um, I went through a, a bit of a sad patch, uh, mild depression. And when I say mild, compared to what I hear now, it's pretty mild. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a nutshell, it was my little breakdown before breakthrough moment. And instead of going on full on, you know, like heavy antidepressants, which I knew a lot of other people were, I decided to, um, you know, really get into personal development and and, you know, just try and get to the Get to the psychology of what I was going through because you know, um, you hear this a lot in entrepreneur circles. It, it, rather than having, um, rather than masking it, putting a band-aid over the top of it, I really wanted to get to the, uh, the cause. So I found myself in coaching courses, learning NLP, learning um, life coaching, positive psychology, all this sort of stuff. And really understanding who the hell I was and, um, that, and it was actually in one of these seminars, that a friend of mine said, Hey, why don't you teach this shit? <laughs> so I, uh, and that was, I don't know, right place, right time. And he, and I, I went, yeah, let, and now I had to overcome a fear of putting on my own event and I put on my own event packaging everything that I've learned. And I, uh, yeah, I started about halfway through it. There's about 40 people in the room. Um, I nearly had to pay them to be there. <laughs> and <laughs> I uh, I I put on the event. About halfway through, I started sharing my list to do before I die. I always had one written down since I was 18. A lot of people didn't know that about me. So I started sharing it, inspired the group. And then someone at the end of it said, oh, how's all this you know, list to do before you die, stuff that's really pumped everyone up. Um, it's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. And uh, that night I went home and registered the, the domain name, uh, thebucketlistguy.com, and I've been doing that ever since. Basically how I get that message out there and how it helps people, um, it's really a positive psychology message, you know, underpinning mm. everything I've always talked, even, even the TED talk and everything that you mentioned. Uh, before going live, um, it's all based on positive psychology, and that is really the science of happiness. How to help people have more meaning, more purpose, more fulfilment in their life, more gratitude, be more mindful and present. And really, it's been designed to help the former me. You mm. know, I'm kind of coaching my former self, and that's how that's how a lot of this stuff has really developed. And it's funny because the more and more I get out there, the more and more people like the former me come into my world, and that's that's where this, I guess, intellectual property um, really, uh, yeah, why I love it because it's it's helping helping people just like me.
0: Yeah, no, it's such a cool story that you're able to like like you mentioned impact positively your your older self because you you know you've mentioned that you were in those shoes before so i think it's a lot easier to relate
1: yeah well when i if if i do a talk now and i mention the word depression i've gone through depression i can guarantee 30% of the audience if not even more will be moved um and you know some big brave men that are going through some stuff in their life I can guarantee that that they'll be they'll be the first ones in line to come and talk to me afterwards and you know that um you, you know like if and if you're not vulnerable and if you don't speak from your heart especially from stage or when you're coaching people you know and and speaking for me is really coaching one to many um if I don't go there if I'm not vulnerable then the the people that really need help will hide in my shadows. Well, you know, they, they won't, um, you know, come forward and guarantee that. So I've learnt to be very vulnerable, you know, um, and very, very open with what I do and, and what I've gone through. But again, what I've gone through compared to what a lot of other people have gone through, you know, super mild. Um, Mm. but our own perception is our own reality. Right. And, um, yeah, and the cool thing is, 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 it's, it's been, you know, been, been on that same, in that same lane, um, for the last ten years as the bucket list guy. You know, running around the world doing my bucket list and helping others to do the same before, before they get given a use by date.
0: Yeah, and, and and to your point there, I was Instagram stalking you before we started the podcast, and oh, you've, yeah. you've definitely been to some awesome areas, at least what it looks like on the on the platform there. So.
1: Well, the other thing, mate, is, is um, travel is one of it. You know, we'll go through this, I'm sure, but travel is yeah. one part of what a lot of people think of bucket list is all about travel, right? But travel takes a lot of time and money to put together. Mm. And a lot of people don't, you know, they think, because we live in this world of I'll be happy when syndrome, you know, waiting for the perfect time or someday to come around. And, you know, just like the movie, you know, it's, it's someday doesn't. Some, t- some day of the perfect time never eventuates for a lot of people. And they wait, they sacrifice, a lot of people sacrifice their happiness now to enjoy later. And um, sometimes later doesn't even come. Um, this is a real message in helping people to be happier now, not wait until, not, not wait until later on. And not just it's not just about travel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about every other thing that would bring more meaning, purpose, fulfillment into your life. Um, and so I can, you know, with this, uh, whole bucket list philosophy is it's about helping people be happier now, because, you know, if you look at it right now, the rate of depression, the rates of suicide, youth suicide, the overprescription of antidepressants, we've got this thing called the loneliness epidemic. Like that's a natural thing, mm. um, anxiety, etc., cetera, et cetera. These stats have gone through the roof and COVID-19 has made it so much worse. Um, to the point where we're getting we're getting doubled the amount of rates here of depression here in Australia. We're getting mm. um, we're getting a third more people reaching out to lifeline um in the last six months. it's it's really bad. And so this is kind of like it, it sounds cool on the surface running around the world doing your bucket list, but really it's a mental health message. yeah you know to help people be happier now and uh, be more grateful now. Which is the, which is the backbone of, of positive psychology. So, yeah, and 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 uh, using my own life as an example, and now we've got you know now we've got you know thousands tens of thousands of clients around the world, um, you know who have embraced this and and uh, they're you know, living life more by by design rather than default and living just not existing and, and living.
0: Mm, I love that impacting people every day uh, because of that. Well, so kind of stepping back a little bit, you you know, you mentioned the, uh, the personal training business. Um, You mentioned you had 300 personal trainers, I'm sure from the outside looking in, it it looked like you were really, you know, doing well. Like, what do you think led to to that uh, kind of mild depression? Um, Because it seemed like you were kind of successful, quote unquote
1: yeah just let things get on top of me there was um a few legal issues there's a few yeah. relationship issues there was uh, i don't know it just compounded and and uh put me into a I, I sort of and i was uh making decisions uh i became someone that i didn't like mm. and i became really resentful mm. and um yeah classic burnout yeah yeah you know and, and and you know like you can you can be a lot of people are very you know it could be seen as successful on the outer but inside they're you know duck on water yeah no it's such a good. Know, point. underneath the surface it's it's nuts and it was for me
0: yeah no that's that's such a good point it's good I mean that you came to that realization uh you know that hey I'm, I'm becoming somebody I I don't like that's good that you came to that you know
1: yeah, and you gotta like. If I had my time again, I had that business again. I'd do it. I would do it um, very different. And I and I, uh, you know. But I'm I'm not blaming everyone else too. I I, I um, take full responsibility for for my part in it and mm-hmm. take ownership over over my part of it. I'm not a victim. Not using excuses or, you know, blame blaming other people. It's just you know. And I think that's uh, on reflection. <laughs> it was you know. But at the time at the time it was like everyone's everyone's a dick and, and I'm not and that was my own ego talking. Hmm. So since then I've dealt, you know, one of the things that I had to deal with was my own ego and making decisions from that place rather than a logical place. And, um, yeah, ever since I've uh, tried to keep that in check, you know, when making especially business decisions and life decisions and so um, it, it really humbled me and allowed me to be a better business person and just a better person all around, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. Sometimes those difficult situations, although at the time you hate it, those are kind of what humble you the most. So.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't wish it on anyone, but yeah. uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's all, it's all building blocks. You're an idiot if you, if you repeat the steps. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, it, it's, and it's, and it's priceless lessons too. Now that we've got like, I, I've, got another business now called bucketless coach and we've got we've got certified bucket list coaches <clears throat> that are now teaching our, uh, our my intellectual property around the world so these are like it's like a life coaching framework but without saying life coaching like a life coaching business in a box and uh, we've got we got a bunch of coaches around what in 22 countries around the world now teaching this stuff. Wow. And uh, so'm I'm, I'm sort of founder CEO of that and I'm not sort of I am founder CEO of that <laughs> and at, and at the end of the day what I'm doing in that business uh, or what I did in my last business and what I did right and what I did wrong I've carried through into this to make it more rock solid and, and to not make the same mistakes again.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So what would you say, uh, you, you talked about this a little bit before we got started and in your TED Talk, uh, you mentioned there's two different mindsets. You mentioned there's, you know, you can live to work or work to live. Um, could you elaborate really on those two and then kind of explain maybe how to shift from one to the other?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, I, I say, well, to give it, to give it some context, um, I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So this is a real concept in, in work to live. You know, what we do, our vehicle, our job, career or business really should produce two things and two things only. And that's uh, cash flow, obviously, and also time flow. Mm. And you're allowed to, to allow you the owner of this life to go and do your bucket list, to go and do the cool stuff that you want to do with, you know, your family. Um, That's what it's all about. But compartmentalising it like that really helps people to um, make decisions on their businesses, on their jobs, to seek more time flow and cash flow in their, you know, through their vehicle, uh, to create more leverage, um, to get on with it. And um, I think the double bonus, though, too, though, if your vehicle and that that you know there's a there's unfortunately a lot of people who just don't like what they do on a day to day basis. So there's a lot of people that in fact in America, I think it's eighty-seven percent of people who go to work every single day are what they call disengaged. So that means there's eighty seven percent of people who go to work every day are just getting the paycheck mm. and they're in that form of security and they don't necessarily enjoy what they're doing. So there's only a chosen few that actually enjoy their work, they actually enjoy what they're doing um, or what they call are engaged statistically. And so that's freaking sad. Yeah, It's freaking sad look, that there's so many people that, that are sacrificing their happiness to maybe enjoy later. Mm. So I think the Holy Grail, Holy grail is when you're getting the time flow and the cash flow out of your vehicle and you're actually enjoying it, you know, and it's hitting your internal rule book, which is your values. And you're actually of service to your community or your service to your service to other people. And I think that's the, that's the Holy grail.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. How, you know, how can you, so you mentioned 87% of workers in, in America are disengaged. Which leaves thirteen percent that are engaged. Like, how can you shift from the disengaged to the engaged, and then get the time flow and cash flow correct?
1: Find something that you love and do it. Yeah. And monetize it.
0: Yeah, and monetize it. I like it.
1: Yeah, and 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 and, and just like. Uh, uh you know, spend a fair bit of time, like, like just trying new things, especially the mm. younger crew that, are to- that we're talking to here that I know some of your audience are, Chris. And, you know, like, like I've got a 23 year old son, I've got a 21 year old daughter, with two 13 year old kids. And I'm like, just to go and try as much shit as you possibly can, like go and, and, and see which one, like everyone trying to, you know, but also go, go just, You can kind of work, go and try out a heap of stuff, but go earn a shitload of money too. Yeah. Like, like, um, you can get, when you get older, you can get old and angry then, but you know, like, (laughs) you, um, go and earn a lot of money and, uh, uh, you know, suck it, suck it up for a little bit. They're, They're, um, but just go try a bunch of things, but give it a fair a fair run. You know, I think we we live in an Instagram world where everyone's looking for this instant success. Mm. Um, so, you know, is it going to be six months? That you, you know, what's going to be your trial period? Is it going to be six months where you can really sink your teeth into something? All right, do I like this? Do I don't like this? Have your own measures around that. Or is it going to be a year of your life? You know, do I like this? Do I don't like this? And just try a bunch of things, but don't piss people off in the process, especially employers. Um, and don't wait. Don't try not <clears throat> try not to waste a bunch of money. One of the one of the best things, but one of the best pieces of advice that I give to younger crew is is go find someone that best represents um, that business or that that entrepreneur or that that way of living that you like. Mm. You know, like if people want to do something similar to me well follow me get into my world subscribe to my stuff read my books have a look at my talks get you know get into my psychology and and understand what it actually does take um hey better yet come and do an internship for my for my business really like suck it up and go like go get around these people to understand not just look at you know, from this, from the outside in, but but you know, going off offer uh, going off your network, going off your time, and uh, you might get a real insight into how that person ticks and how they put their life together and how they put their businesses together. There's not a lot of people that um, that kind of do that. Um, and we, we, for instance, we we've had there's this, uh, just this week, we're about to hire someone. A new intern. She's in India. She's a marketing and branding expert. She just goes, "Oh my god, I love, you know, I was going to be a bucket list coach. So I haven't got the money, um, but I really love what you do. How can I? How can I help you? Because I'm in marketing and branding. I'm in India. I'm I'm doing a PhD and blah blah blah. Uh, so masters, and I just love what you guys do. What? How can I help? I said, Well, do you want to like do you want to talk about an internship? She's like, Yeah, I've got time. I'm a student. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got time and I, I, you know, can I, how can I help? You know, cause I can see I could help in here, here, here. And she listed about five things. I'm like, I don't know, but whatever you've got some sort of a job with us. Cause you've just offered up a solution for us. You've just offered up your time. You've just offered up um, a, a network of people that we don't have. And I don't think, you know, if that's kind of what I did when I, when I started too. so that, that's that's a way to find out you know your sweet spot I think
0: yeah I, I love that last point you just brought up of hey go out there and actually try stuff dabble in different areas and then you took it a step further I mean we live in the age of the internet right now you can connect with with anyone in the world I mean this this is a prime yeah. example you're what 19 yeah. hours ahead or, or something like that and we're still doing this yeah.
1: podcast, you know yeah, I mean, uh, uh, people are radically collaborating like never before right now. They're adapting, mm-hmm. they're innovating, they're trying new things. Um, some people are trying to go back to the, the old normal, whatever the fuck that is. So I don't yeah. think there is going to be the old normal. Our concept going forward of what is our definition of work-life, I don't call it work-life balance, I call it work-life blend. Our definition of the new normal is, is um, going to be very different from here on. You know, and I think people need to define that for themselves. There's going to be a lot more people working from home. There's going to be, everyone's going to be working online. Um, what is that for you? You know, and uh, now it's an open book. You know, now it's it's time for your own definition to come forward and uh, go out there and see how everyone else is doing it. Trial it, offer it, get around them, be mentored by them, be coached for them, even if they've got a program paid to play. You know to find out what they what they're doing um get one two three mentors uh you know all role models that you that you like and and, and that's a really good that that's a, that's a information that we w- that we didn't have 10 years ago
0: mm.
1: yeah you know, it's oh, to- really cool it really does fast track people
0: yeah no i to- totally agree and it's just just getting out there and actually getting your hands dirty, whether it's connecting with people uh, calling people asking how you can help I, I love that story of your your intern from india who who was just so willing to help out and and really bought into the vision so
1: yeah and do I, I, we don't even have we don't even have a position for her, but she's made her own mm. wow, no, I like that.
0: Wow. Well, on that note, for a second, what would you suggest to, to someone out there who who may be trying to to do what she was doing, who who buys into a vision of whether it's a company or just a solo entrepreneur? Kind of, how could they well, get in? there? It's pretty
1: straightforward. I mean, um, you know, our our vision for Bucket List Coach, at least, um, is to create a purposely fulfilled world and to help ten million bucket listers live purposely fulfilled lives. She read that. She goes looked at all of our branding and that sort of thing, and she just said, look, love what you do, love the vision, love the mission, uh, and uh, I reckon I can help. All right. Well, we haven't got a job for you. Um, but she's like, oh, I reckon I can help in this and this and this area. I said, all right, well, are you willing to do that for us and you can learn how we do it and maybe we could, you know, maybe later on you could become a coach with us or, or get a position after you've proven yourself. She said, yeah, yeah, I'm a student at the moment so I, uh, I'll offer up my services and when you think I'm ready, then we can maybe talk about, you know, putting on a retainer. Mm. Sweet. Yeah.
0: I, I love that too because, you know, unfortunately, I feel, uh, you know, a lot of people in my generation, they're kind of entitled to say, oh, I deserve this position. Oh, mate, fuck head, that. So. Fuck,
1: don't even get me started on that, man. I, I yeah. Like people are entitled to jobs and, and think that they can go to the top of the company overnight, like fuck that like go and get go and get dirty you've got to go and, and but one thing one thing that like the, the reverse of that if this chick comes in and and does uh um doesn't work with us and and like is in and is over it in a week i'll be mm. like all right bye yeah, you know, you got to give us three. You got to give us three months. Give us a quarter, and we can really, you know, run run some projects. Um, hit, you know, look at some KPIs, go from there. But, um, you know, you got to. I, I think rather than the entitled um, entitlement, is flipping it and going, okay, well, um, these are the skills that I have. Um, these are the skills that I have, and who is the who is the best match for those skills? where do I feel that those skills would be best used and then go out and find a company or a business or even start your own thing um, of where those skills would, where the rubber would meet the road.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think that goes back to the self-awareness, which is such a great point of really just asking yourself, what skills do you actually have?
1: Yeah. And I think, um, you know, if you're coming into a situation, a hiring situation going, I know, I know, I know. It's like, dude, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, show me. yeah. You know, that's why you, if you if you knew, you, that, why are you asking me for a job? <laughs> if you know so much, you know, like, like God, I can spot a mile away. You just. Yeah. You, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, uh, it's really interesting how that entitlement thing has obviously really got me going. <laughs> so, <laughs> I
0: can tell. I can tell. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's how the word entitlement around me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so you mentioned, and i totally believe in this too, that you just have to get out there and start trying new things. Uh, but I know you mentioned when you first started running your own events, you know, you use the, the big, bad, uh, fear word. So with trying new things, obviously there's a fear advocate. How, how do you get over that? <laughs>
1: um, the, for me, I recognized, I recognized, Public speaking was actually the big domino for me to push over that would affect a lot of areas of my life. I recognize that. Um, so I I uh grew up quite shy, quite introverted, um, except when I had a few drinks. And <laughs> <laughs> then um but but you know, naturally introverted. So uh and for me, I saw a speaker speak on stage, he had you know, it was an old school, you know, and he had no tech, no whiteboards, no flip charts. He just entertained the crowd and mm. moved the crowd. His name is Alan Weiss. From he's a brash New York, New York Jew, um, and he's a good speaker. One of my favourite speakers to listen to, and the way he told stories and the way. Uh, he had people laughing hysterically, then crying in the next minute at the way he moved mm. people, the long line of people that he had, you know, wanting to talk to him afterwards. No slides, no. no. And I thought, I saw him speak and I thought, if I could do that, I could do anything.
0: Mm.
1: So I, I went, um, and that's why I put on my on my event, I thought, if I can be a public speaker like that, I can really do a lot of stuff in my life, and that, that gave me the courage to, um, yeah, gave me the courage in everything. So that was the that, like I said, I use the analogy the big domino to push over, um, to then to then affect a lot of other areas in my life. Um, in terms of facing the fear, well, uh, where is it? Oh, it's on the other side. Hang on. Um, there's a book. It's called. Feel the fear and here it is. Look at that. These aren't fake books, by the way. Look at that. <laughs> Feel the fear and do it anyway.
0: Mm, okay.
1: So you don't really have to read the book. Just look at the title. Yeah. But you gotta recognize on what's uh, what's on the other side of fear and what's on the other side of fear is all the the bigger version of yourself that's waiting for you to catch up. And and people need to get curious more about what's on the other side of that. And and I say with a bucket list side of things that um, the bucket list is, sure, it's a, a, it's a list of cool things you want to do before you die, but it's really about how a person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come to fruition. It's the growth of them on this journey towards these destinations, but more importantly, it's about the person that exists on the other side, the person that we don't know yet. And that's called our potential, right? Mm. so i want people to get curious about what they're fully made of um what their potential is what is the bigger version of you i think that's the human experience you know and like i said in that ted talk mate is um people are and we know them. people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80 Mm. a lot of people just give up and then they get to later on in life and they have a shitload of regrets i've seen it
0: Mm, yeah within the regret part how you mentioned, you know, how can you live a, uh, we say a regret free life rather than a gr- regretful life, right?
1: Yep. First step in that is to write a bucket list, get it out of your head, separate it from your daily to-do list and get into get it into action. Yeah. Um, and, and just keep adding until you die. Mm. Find a cool vehicle to fund it and give you the time and you're good to go.
0: Yeah, uh, so I'd love on, on that note if you could kind of dive into just the whole bucket list that you gave on your TED talk. I know I, I mentioned I was kind of speechless after, um, but I'd love if you could just go over that because I got a lot of value. Yeah, from
1: it. well, the reason the reason why I created it, it's called the My Bucket List Blueprint. So if people Google, uh, sorry, YouTube, um, Life's Too Short by Trav Bell. That's my TEDx talk, and I and that and that TEDx talk was in front of two thousand people, um, and that was the biggest. Uh, one of the biggest in, 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 ever held in Australia, uh, TED Talks, mm. or Melbourne is the biggest. So I wanted to be on a big stage, and I wanted to do it properly. And doing that TED Talk, I ticked it off, ticked it off in front of everyone. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so you know, and that that was on, actually on my bucket list for about three years previous. And I got the call up, did it, and I was, if you notice, about three minutes in, I'm like starting to dry up. I was super nervous because, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, with the TED Talks, you've got, uh, you know, a three-by-three three red dot. You've got to stay on. I had four cameras on me, mm. and I was like a caged monkey. I normally I normally run around like an idiot on stage. So um, I was super nervous. But what I what I talked about in there, the, the whole TED ethos, is the idea we're spreading. So what I did was introduce and unpacked a concept that I created called the My Bucketless Blueprint. So it's a twelve-letter acronym for how to create a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. Um, the reason why I created it because a lot of people thought of bucket lists as uh, just travel, you know, like. Um, but it's not, and and because travel is, I need a lot of money and I need a lot of time in order to do that, and therefore be happier. I wanted to create something that allows people to go, yeah, I can, I can actually do this, you know, I can do this stuff right now. And go after those low-hanging fruit, getting those wins, and those crossing off those smaller ones once identified gives you the motivation and motivation, the motivation and momentum to smash through the bigger ones. Mm. So it's a twelve-letter acronym. My bucket list. So real brief is M: Meet a personal hero. Y: Your proud achievements. B: Buy that special something, whether it be for yourself or for someone else. U: Is ultimate challenges. C: Conquer a fear. K. Kind acts for others, L, uh, hang on, K, E, what have I missed, E, express yourself, C, E, I'm tripping, was it, 9am in the morning here, uh, C, conquer a fear, E, no, hang on, K, kind acts for others, <laughs> E, express yourself, T uh stands for take lessons what are some skills that you want to learn and then l leave a legacy i idiotic stuff s satisfy curiosity and t is travel adventures i think yeah. i got it right
0: no yeah you did i, I had it written down right here <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, that's that's amazing you got that off the top of your head too by the way with uh, i don't know if you're looking uh, at been, anything
1: but <laughs> i've been banging on about it for about 10 years you reckon i would have it would have come out a little bit smoother (laughs) yeah hey well Um, it's really it's really helped people
0: well you mentioned uh real brief it's nine in the morning over there so i understand
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: no so obviously this thing has helped so many people i mean you mentioned it's you guys working with so many different coaches and you're in multiple different countries with this where where does one start because you know I, i mentioned i was creating mine and you know i was I was at M, and I who do I want to meet? I, I got fifty people. I mean, how do you kind of can, do you start smaller and then grow as you go, or how does that work?
1: No, I just put it as many things. Get just the 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 first step in the process is just a complete brain dump mm. of if you haven't got one if you haven't, haven't got some for some category then then doesn't matter. Just put just brain dump them all. the 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 point is, if you actually write stuff down. Remember these things, Chris? Called this is. Remember this thing called a pen. Remember that back in the day we used to use these things for pens and, and paper? Mm-hmm. I know, crazy. <laughs> it's so old school over here. I know, very analogue. But if you actually write stuff down, like on a piece of paper and get it out of your head, you got a 43% more likelihood of them actually manifesting, 43%. So you're nearly halfway there.
0: Mm.
1: Um, the, the problem is that your bucket list is up there with your daily to-do list and guess which one gets done first. It's your daily to-do list, Right. So actually making a conscious activity, making conscious exercise to write this stuff down really does, uh, really does increase your awareness around it. It increases your um, your vibration around it, your, your consciousness, um, and it makes it more real. Mm, okay?
0: You're actually just getting um, there on
1: paper. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually – and, and why I, take, why I, I um, make fun of it is because when you're actually writing stuff down with a pen and a paper versus typing into something or even into your phone, studies have proven that writing down stuff is, uh, makes it more real, makes it even more, you're actually thinking about it more. It's a more of a conscious exercise. So that is, is not much of a revelation, but it is to some because a lot of people don't even write down their goals. You know, so I am amazed that I can look, like, let's, I started off that TED talk and there's 2,000 people in front of me and I did a little, you know, audience interaction at the start. I said, who has got a, who has got like 2,000 people, right? Who has got a uh, bucket list out there? 2,000 people. I said, all right, second question. Who's got one written down, like literally written down, like on a, on a, pen and paper or or in your phone, who's got it one written down? About 20% of the audience. And and half of them were like, and I said, all right, well, for those people that have kind of got their hand like that, you really haven't got it written down, have you just kind of showing off? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so about 10% of you actually have a bucket list actually written down. Yes. I said, all right, cool, I'm still on a job. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so the point is, it, it, the first thing is actually writing stuff down, getting it out of your head, separating your daily to do list from your bucket list, and then um, and then just brain dump as many as many things as you possibly can, and and having your having this nice and close to you, so because stuff will come to you or the random part, you know, you'll hear from other other um, people around the, you know, people around the world, you pick up different ideas and go, that's cool, that's cool. That's the story of my life, mate. So mm. I've just been adding stuff and I'm still adding stuff to this day. Um, it's a never-ending list, never-ending mm. list. But it, what it does is, you know, I'm doing five things on my bucket list right now. it's it, it What it does is it pulls you out of bed in the morning. It helps you make decisions, you know, what to say yes to, what do, what doesn't, what do I say no to? It gets you off the fence. Um, so I've got to hire some more people in my business right now, as i mentioned before. Um, what and, and and what holds me back? Well, nothing because my bucket list is so, my life plan is what I'm going after for me and my family. Um, so I've got to make those decisions to leverage more time and, and make more money. I've got to leverage other people in the business to in order to do that. So I really do practice what I preach. I hope I do. Um, and so I wish that for everyone else. Once you start once you start writing this stuff, don't hang out for the big travel adventures to come around. Look at look at the things that you can go off, you know, go and tick off your list like straight away. Mm, and that'll I give you, it. like I said, the positive the positive affirmation or the positive reinforcement that you can do this is, it's really about choosing happiness
0: mm, i love that i love that so with you mentioned your to-do list and your bucket list how do you how do you separate the two
1: um write, and, write them down and yeah, literally put bucket list down. on one side and to-do to do list on the other. List. and the yeah. thing is and, and the thing is um yeah, and and it, just think of life plan, business plan, or life plan, career plan. You know, career plan is all to, daily to do lists. Yeah, you know, it's your your, your, your daily life. You know, um, things that you got to do in your in your life or in your business. But your bucket list is your bucket list is where you can get to the end of it. You'll love this, where you can get to the end of it and go, "Yep, I've ticked it before. I've kicked it." So <laughs> that's amazing. If, if people put people put that into social media, tick it before you kick it. Note the B for you. Yep. um you'll uh that's an achievement goal so a bucket list is an achievement goal versus a habit goal mm. so there's an achievement goal has got a, got a tangible end step you know there's a there's a finality to it all right i went to italy i right? i went to italy um but it's different to a habit goal a habit goal is like all right well i'm gonna drink four liters of water a day three liters of water that's more of a habit goal that's something that that may be part of the journey towards the bucket list destination if you know what i mean so habit goal achievement goal Mm. good to define those two
0: yeah no that's a really good analogy i went to europe or and then i I drank three cups of water and your your habit goals compounded i assume are going to help you reach the achievement goals right
1: yeah 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 that's it so don't get the you know don't get too confused and um and and it, it, that helped me really kind of compartmentalize this whole uh you know goal uh yeah goal achievement um and daily habits and all the rest
0: yeah for sure so so with and I, I kind of already i feel like i know the answer to this already but you know if there's people out there that, that they aren't happy where they're at in life and and, and they're you know one of the 86 percent just, just go back to to writing it down or, or kind of what's the first step there
1: uh no the first thing the first step in before you write a, a future bucket list is uh i recommend that people write a reverse bucket list first so reverse bucket list is, um, if you haven't got a list at all, write a reverse bucket list. A bu- reverse bucket list is your, your done list. So think of all the mm-hmm. things that you've done in your life up until this point in time as if they were in a bucket list all the way along. Because I know people who follow you, mate, and, and who are engaged in this podcast, they've probably do, done some crazy shit. So, mm-hmm. so let's identify that. Let's pay pay gratitude to that let's identify the things that you've done in your life and and let's make a massive list of that too um and that will give once once you unpack that get that out of your head that'll give you a really um good and solid and grateful foundation for writing your future bucket list it's like shit i've done some really cool stuff what if i actually put some thought into this from here on so a lot of people have been living by default and now it's a case of living by design. Stop just existing and now it's time to to fully live put some real intent behind it.
0: Mm, I I like that too because you get you, you write the reverse bucket list and you probably gain so much clarity, positivity, kind of all in one there that you can yeah. use for your your new bucket list.
1: That's it. Yeah. And and once you cross something off then add it to your reverse bucket list. Simple as that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. What, um, uh, you mentioned habit goals. Uh, what habits do you have right now that, that maybe some, some of the listeners could implement?
1: Um, well, bike ride, bike ride every other day. Hmm. Um, uh, little habit goals. These are more, these are more to do with, um, having energy, having focus, yeah. having, being productive, um, surfing every other day, uh, and and I do it as a habit, you know. I do that for a number of different reasons. I'll connect with nature, time out. I'm off the screen. Love to surf, um, and you know that's that's meditation, you mm. know, in a way. Um, I read every day. Uh, that's a habit goal, you know. But that okay. So here's a great example. So an achievement, like one of my bucket list items, is to read fifty two books in a year. Mm. All right. I'm on a mission to do that. <laughs> but, but <Wow. laughs> over the course of the year I haven't been going very well with it just quietly but um uh the the the, the books are now getting thinner and thinner and thinner <laughs> and thinner <laughs> so yeah. I think mean, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be soon it's gonna be like a little like book like booklet like this yeah you know, and be like all right so does that classify as a book well I guess it's a booklet yeah 51 done <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, no um so I read every day because I love reading and I love learning, and and I do that at a certain time of the day. It's the first thing I do when I wake up. I, I literally read read a chapter of a book and I have a coffee um, at about five in the morning or so, and then um, and that just gets my mind right, and that's when I that's when I can actually retain. I can actually, by by learning early, I can actually retain a lot of a lot of the information if I read earlier versus later later in the day. That's mm. just a little hack that I've sort of figured out for myself. Um, but but I read a chapter a day, and, and that seems to get me through books really quickly. So again, that's a habit goal leading to an achievement goal or a bucket list item, which is reading fifty two books in a year, which is a um, a proud achievement, your proud achievement. That's one of the intellectual proud achievements that I want to be really proud of. Mm.
0: I love that. I, I like, I like that you do that in the morning too. I think that's super smart because you know, at the end of the day, sure, there's a lot of things going on in your head and you're, you're more distracted that starting that off, just when your mind's clear headed, that, that seems like the move. Oh, mate, yeah.
1: And, and it's funny because, you know, we'll, I'll learn stuff that, I'll be like, oh, this is like a, you know, this book was just written for exactly where I'm at right now. <laughs> Funny about that, um, how the universe provides uh, exactly what we need. So, um, yeah, and I, you know, some of the daily, you know, cycling. It's um, I do gym, uh, yeah, gym most nights as well with my um, with my partner Tracy. Um, it's, it's structuring work as well. So I've got, you know, I've got a few reports or other, other departments that, that report to me. So it's about organizing all that, um, yeah, media, things like these podcasts, uh, running my own podcast, coaching people, speaking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what would you say? And I always like kind of ask this as an ender, uh, before I let you, you know, touch on things that you have planned, uh, if you had to describe you know just one word to, to really classify kind of the success that you've had uh,
1: what, what would that be? Um, fulfillment I love it it's a good one yeah fulfillment yeah. Okay. at the end of the day um, if I was to get uh, knocked off the perch I'm pretty you know in the stuff that I've done and the impact that I'm making even though I feel like I've just begun um, I'm pretty fulfilled I love it I love it Let's happy. uh
0: yeah definitely have to make that the theme word uh hopefully for the rest of the year too with how 2020's been so
1: yeah well here's the thing man like i um and and hopefully the listeners can hear this is uh when we went into lockdown and covid and all that sort of thing my um partner and i um uh tracy uh we and and the family we made a pact to not be covid's bitch and what I mean by that is we were finding that we well, I was finding, I was reading, uh, watching the news like religiously, seeing the numbers, seeing what's happening all around the world. And it was really hard. Like I've been through depression. So it's really easy for me to go down the rabbit hole and become um, sad about it all and, and uh, you know, upset about it. Um, and then I was like, what are you doing, mate? You're reading, you're watching the news every day. And, you know, like we can control our inputs. Um, we really can. So I, you know, switched off the news. I still, still tap in occasionally to see what's going on, but I don't religiously watch it. And so when this whole thing happened—the lockdowns and all the other shit—that's going. On, so we just made a pact to come out of this, this virus, this pandemic thing, um, in better in every single area of our lives. Mm. And what I mean by that is to lit light our, our wealth, our businesses, our health, us as parents, leaders, um, us as a partner a partnership as well. Um, we wanna make uh, every single area of our lives better as a result um, and, and come out of it better, not, not, not waiting until it's, and that's the joy of being, being an entrepreneur. You've got the control over your own destiny um, a lot more than and say others. But uh, we've, we've innovated, you know, on, on how we do business. Uh, she's an artist and, and I, uh, we've adapted to the circumstance. We've introduced new products and services into our businesses. Um, we've gone obviously more online. We're collaborating, you know, bringing other people in, involved as well. And so, so far, so good, man. So, yeah, yeah just to not be COVID's bitch
0: yeah i love that especially you know there's like yourself there's gonna be people who come out of this stronger than ever mentally physically emotionally and there's unfortunately there's gonna be people who, who, who don't so
1: well that's it you know and i i I wish them all the best but you know like i, I really do but this is just a personal pact that we made and uh uh, yeah, and I think, I think people have got to give themselves credit that they can actually, you know, there's more people starting businesses, people have gone online, people have really, you know, in the last, if you look at, um, in the last GFC, I think it was 2008 or 2009 or whatever, that's when, you know, when the shit hit the fan over there in America, especially right in the middle of all that, some founders were tinkering away and came up with a couple of ideas one was airbnb yeah two was uber (laughs) yeah so i'm excited to see what happens as a result of all this
0: yeah no there's there's gonna be some amazing innovations out there um, that that i'm looking forward to as well so So
1: my question is why can't it be one of your guys Mm. or girls why can't it be you know fuck it
0: yeah. Hey, to, to the listeners out there, you know, ask yourself that question. Wh- why can't it be me? Uh, you know, why can't I be the next Airbnb, the next Uber, the next, you know, insert company name here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you find yourself answering that question with a, a blame of someone else or the world or Trump um, or using an excuse or denying that there's a problem, it means you're a victim. So step on the upside play above, play above the line and take full ownership, full responsibility and be completely accountable to yourself and life will change. Yeah.
0: So, so true. That's some amazing, you know, indoor advice right there. Uh, but I do want to make sure Trav that you can kind of touch on what, what you have planned. So first off, where can the listeners connect with you? Uh, what else do you have going on with your business? You know, I'd I'd love for you to just take the floor right now.
1: Yeah, man. Look, uh, people can connect with me. Um, uh, Thebucketlistguy dot com was obviously the main website. I've got. Uh, we run a couple of webinars every week too um, mm-hmm. uh, for people who are interested in becoming a bucket list coach. That's like a. You know, you get to teach what I teach and and do programs in your part of the world. Uh, you can go to one of our webinars every week, and I they're live, and I I run those. Uh, the, the team and I run those and that's bucketlistcoach.com forward slash webinars. So go and check that out. Um, and for the North Americans, go to webinar number one. Or you can follow me on Instagram, bucketlistguy.travbell or you know, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, trav bell dash the bucket guy. But here's a challenge for everyone. Do you watch the TED talk as well. Um, go and write your bucket list on a shit piece of paper, like pen to paper and send it to me literally send it to me because strange strange things may happen from there on mm. i have some i have some people that know some people so who knows what might happen so feel oh. free to d- uh, dm me or even send it to my email address trav at the i dare you
0: love it well that's it listeners make sure to send that over don't, don't want to miss out on that challenge you, you already challenged me by the way before we would start recovering uh recording well, it's the thing I'm a like. lot of
1: people a lot of people won't do it man like I, I know a lot of people won't do it and uh so don't be one of them
0: yeah for sure well trav appreciate you hopping on man this is an amazing episode other than that i hope you enjoy the rest of your day Well, that's it, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of Next Level Minds. Be sure to connect with Trav on the various outlets he just mentioned. Also, check out his TED Talk. I'll put the link in the description of the podcast. But I'm telling you, it's only 20-ish minutes, and I got a ton of value out of it. uh, And it really kind of altered my direction in a good way. So other than that, thanks again for tuning in. And as we like to say here, your mindset is your greatest weapon for the battle of success.